Are you looking for an athletic scholarship? You're in the right place. This is the Recruit Me Athletic Scholarship Podcast, the longest running podcast on recruiting and athletic scholarships. We're here to help your family navigate the recruiting road all the way to an athletic scholarship. He's a recruiting expert and a dad of a D1 athlete and a high school athlete pursuing a scholarship. With a wealth of experience to share, here's Recruit Me CEO, Brent Hanks. Welcome to episode 268 of the Athletic Scholarship Podcast. This week's episode is, Hey, high school student athlete, do you want to play in college? The Athletic Scholarship Podcast is one of the many resources of Recruit Me. Recruit Me is a place, a place to go to get a comprehensive step-by-step way to get recruited by colleges and get a scholarship. I invite you to go to recruit-me.com backslash podcast three and click listen here to go back and listen to any of the past athletic scholarship podcasts. There are many great and helpful subjects in the over 260 past podcasts. I myself have done over 60 of the podcasts. And John Fugler, the founder of Recruit Me, recorded over 200 episodes. Pick some to listen to as you exercise, as you drive to school or work, or as you do work in your yard. I know you'll find at least one helpful recruiting nugget in each of the episodes. So, I was watching college football last Saturday, and the announcer was telling the background story of one of the starting quarterbacks in the game. The announcer said the quarterback was with his third team in his sixth year. The thought that entered my head when I heard sixth year was, wow, that takes a lot of want to, a lot of dedication to the sport, and a lot of mental toughness to play six years in college football. So how many times did this college football player ask himself, do I want to play college football? When did that dream or thought first enter his mind? This developed into this episode on when do you start asking yourself or asking your student athlete when they want to play their sport in college. How many times do you revisit that question in high school or college? How does the question of do you want to play in college affect your perspective for high school sports and college sports and in recruiting? And when do you have to 100% answer that question? As you heard in the podcast introduction, I'm the father of two boys. Well, they're men now. Parker's now 22 years old and a senior at Northwestern University in Evanston, Illinois. He pitches for the Northwestern Wildcats baseball team and has played three years for the Wildcats, and actually has three years left that he could still play. This year, which is his normal senior year, and the next two years of eligibility left. One from COVID and one as a graduate student. Parker's sophomore year was cut short because of COVID, so he gets an extra year of eligibility, plus he can play one more year as a graduate student. His plans right now are to complete this year, 2022 season, and if healthy, play one more year at either Northwestern or at another school while taking graduate courses to get his master's degree. So let's just lay out Parker's journey or path of asking the question of, do I want to play college baseball? I'm sure the question actually came up in a different way as a 9 or 10-year-old. It was probably in the form of, I want to play in the major leagues for the St. Louis Cardinals. Parker's first college thoughts may have started when the then Southwest Missouri State Bears baseball team went to the College World Series in 2020. As Parker played and pitched a little on his high school team his sophomore year and then had a successful summer playing with his club team and playing for Team Missouri at the Junior Sunbelt Tournament in McAllister, Oklahoma, he started to realize he could probably pitch in college at some level. Now, neither Parker or I knew how to get recruited. 
We did not know about Recruit Me and just expected as he matured and continued to pitch well, then colleges would just show up and find him and offer him a full ride. Luckily, a high school coach set us up to meet with his brother, who is a Division II pitching coach at Lubbock Christian University in Lubbock, Texas. Lubbock Christian arranged an official visit in October of Parker's junior year of high school. Go back and listen to episode 225 to learn more about official visits and episode 215 to learn about Parker's official visit. This was Parker's solid proof that he could play college baseball and that he wanted to play college baseball. So, so far, Parker wanted to play professional baseball, then for a local college team, then as he entered his junior year, the question of, do I want to play in college, was a solid yes. For Parker, the do you want to play in college question hasn't been asked since his junior year of high school. His passion didn't wane through a successful college freshman year. It didn't diminish as his sophomore year was canceled. It actually burned the desire a little hotter as the season got taken away. The question to play his junior year was still a yes, as a slight injury and COVID restricted some of the season and made it up and down for him and the team. Now his senior year has been a solid yes, but Parker will start asking the question as he prepares for his possible fifth year or graduate school year. COVID made Parker and us, his family, appreciate the opportunity to get to play, to get to travel, to get to watch, and to get to meet families from all over the country. So based on health, based on academics, based on job opportunities, and based on his desire, Parker will be making a decision on the question he asked himself six or seven years ago. Do I still want to play college baseball? Do you see why when I heard about the quarterback in his sixth year, I was triggered a little bit? Our family and Parker is at that stage, a state of reflection and a state of a decision. Now, Sutton, my younger son, a senior in high school, has a different path. As I have said many times, every recruiting journey is different. Your sport, your size, your academics, your skills, being right or left-handed, and your desires are all just a few of the factors that influence your path. Sutton's journey started like Parker's. Pro dreams, local college dreams, but playing in Big Brother's shadows, being right-handed in baseball, and actually being more athletic, faster than his brother, and being dragged to all of Parker's games are some influences. Sutton's skill set really started to show his freshman year of high school. He started to grow, and his speed on the base pass and in the outfield helped him to dedicate himself to baseball. Watching Parker's success in college showed him the rewards of playing in college. The friends you make, the travel to interesting places, the recognition, and the swag, or all the gear, started to drive him toward answering the question, do I want to play in college? Also, our family's knowledge of the recruiting process led us to ask the question earlier. Then, Sutton's high school season, like thousands of other high schooler seasons across the country, was zapped his sophomore year. But luckily, in Missouri and in the Midwest, his sophomore summer season was still played. In-person recruiting was halted, so he was able to just concentrate on baseball and not on coaches showing up. Sutton got to travel, stay in hotels, eat with his team, ride on a bus or a van to tournaments, and play against a high level of competition, battling for time, and getting a feel for what college might feel like. During this time, we did research on colleges and got a good feel for campuses and at the level of play Sutton could play in college. So again, the question of, do I want to play in college, came up, and it was confirmed in his mind. As Sutton's junior year of high school came around, he made the varsity as an outfielder. 
But as circumstances happened, the coach moved a senior from the infield to the outfield. And with that, Sutton played the outfield in JV games and pitched in JV games. He was the year-long courtesy runner for the catcher and a pinch runner. He got one at bat in varsity and a bunch of base running experience on a good varsity team that played good competition in both conference and non-conference. Sutton and our family understood the situation and he worked extra to stay on top of his game. He again asked the question, do I want to play college baseball? And as summer ball started, the answer was yes. Sutton had made a 17U travel team, but a coach in his organization called and asked if he wanted to play on an 18-year-old team with a roster full of college-bound players, players that were going to junior colleges, NAIA schools, Division III, and Division II schools, but they needed one more outfielder and pitcher. And two of Sutton's high school teammates were on the team, so that made it a good move too. Sutton ended up leading the team with a 432 batting average, getting a hit in 28 out of the 40 games he hit in. He ended up third on the team with a 576 slugging percentage with two home runs, two triples, and four doubles. He was third in runs scored and second in stolen bases, only being thrown out once when he slid past second base on wet turf. Sounds like a baseball dad making up an excuse, huh? He also pitched 16 innings with a 2-1 and one record. Needless to say, I think Sutton didn't have to think much about the question of do I want to play college baseball very much. So here we are with Sutton as he visits colleges and talks with coaches to get a spot on a college team. The win of the question, do I want to play in college, is early and often. The how many times do you ask, well, it's a few times to a bunch of times, depending on your situation. And realize you will ask the question as a student athlete many more times based on your academics, your loneliness from being away from home, possible injury, your playing time, and these are just a few of the reasons. Answering the do I want to play in college can drive you to be prepared mentally, physically, and financially throughout the high school and and into college. And the final question of when do I have to decide 100%? That should be every day after you've committed to a college. Now, I realize some days may be 80%, some 60%, but a majority of your days need to be 100% so that you can commit yourself to training and games. So, do you want to play your sport in college? The Athletic Scholarship Podcast is one of many free and inexpensive resources to help you in your recruiting journey. The Recruit Me 3.0 Athletic Scholarship System is the cornerstone of Recruit Me. Take advantage of the back-to-school special price for the Recruit Me 3.0 system. A special price of only $99 is good through Monday, September 27th. Go to recruit-me.com backslash system and get more information on the Recruit Me 3.0 system. Why risk thousands of dollars on a recruiting mill? You can get a scholarship on your own at the school of your choice for a fraction of the cost. Recruiting doesn't have to be confusing, but it is when you don't have the knowledge. I believe in a logical step-by-step approach. There is a video for every step of the Recruit Me 3.0 system where we explain clearly how to execute that step. It brings the recruiting process to life and makes it crystal clear. So click the access button on the recruit-me.com backslash system page and take advantage of the $99 back to school special. The normal price is $127. If you're not sure about dropping $99, then test drive the free recruiting power pack on the recruit-me.com homepage. There are three great tools to get you started, and they are free. 
Back in episode 265, I started an Importance of Your Academics series from the Recruit Me 3.0 system. So let's sneak back into Appendix F of the Recruit Me 3.0 system downloadable manual. Appendix F, How to Study and Make the Most of Your Time by Bob Kislick. No two people study the same way. There is little doubt that what works for one person may not work for another. However, there are some general techniques that seem to produce good results. No one would argue that every subject that you have taken is going to be so interesting that subject is not going to be work, but pleasure. We can only wish. Everyone is different, and for some students, studying and being motivated to learn comes naturally. If you are reading this page, it's likely you are not one of them, but don't despair. There is hope. Your success in high school and college is dependent on your ability to study effectively and efficiently. The results of poor study skills are wasted time, frustration, and low or failing grades. It's your life, your time, and your future. All I can say upon many years as a teacher is that time is precious and should not be squandered, no matter what you believe right now. This section is designed to help you develop effective study skills. It is not a magic formula for success in preparing for tests, written, or oral assignments. Studying any material requires work. However, by using the techniques described in this section and applying yourself, you can gain a valuable edge in understanding material, preparing for tests, and ultimately learning. This guide contains some of the best and most effective techniques of successful students. Students who typically have high grades in high school and college, regardless of the courses they take. So read on and listen on and think about what you read and listen to and prepare to become a successful student. The value of a schedule. Before you begin to think about the process of studying, you must develop a schedule. If you don't have a schedule or a plan for studying, then you will not have any way to allocate your valuable time when the unexpected comes up. A good, well-thought-out schedule can be a lifesaver. It is up to you to learn how to develop a schedule that meets your need. Revise it if necessary, and most important, follow it. A schedule saves time. All schedules should be made with the idea that they can be revised. A good schedule keeps you from wandering off course. A good schedule, if properly managed, assigns time where time is needed. But you've got to want to do it. Making every hour count. A schedule should take into account every class, laboratory, lecture, social event, and other work in which you engage. There are givens such as classes and so on that have been incorporated. You must focus on the other free time available and how you will use it. Make a weekly schedule and block off the 24-hour day in one-hour increments. Indicate times for classes, labs, lecture, social, and work time. Also block off a period of time for sleeping each day. With what is left over, plan time to study. This gives you a rough map of the time available. Of course, you can revise your schedule as circumstances warrant. When to study. The problem of when to study is critical. A good rule of thumb is that studying should be carried out only when you are rested, alert, and have planned for it. Last minute studying before class is usually a waste of time. Studying for lecture courses. If your study period is before a lecture class, be sure you have read all the assignments and made notes on what you don't understand. If the study period is after the lecture class, review the notes you took during class while the information is still fresh. Studying for recitation courses. For classes that require recitation, such as a foreign language, be sure to schedule a study period just before the class. 
Use the time to practice. Sometimes practice with others can help sharpen your skills in a before class study period. Making and revising a schedule. Don't be afraid to revise your schedule. Schedules are really plans for how you intend to use your time. If your schedule doesn't work, revise it. You must understand that your schedule is to help you develop good study habits. Once you have developed them, schedule building becomes easier. Thank you for listening. Join me next week on the Athletic Scholarship Podcast. Contact me if you have any questions or suggestions. Contact me at Brent, B-R-E-N-T, at recruit-me.com. Please share this episode with any other student athletes and families you know. See you next week.